Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. That was Kachana, one of the Zambian artists, is singing a beautiful piece there. Welcome, ladies, gent- ladies and gentlemen, to Zanus Radio Show. It comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. This is your host, Noah and Lovo, broadcasting live from the great state of Indiana and um, in the heart of Indiana, which is Indianapolis. Today we have a very interesting show. We'll be talking to three ladies. And these are the leaders for the Diaspora Banking of Indiana. So we'll be talking to Nancy Lele Kaingu. She is the chairperson. She'll be followed by the vice president, uh, Florence Kasonde, and the secretary, Jacqueline Malama. So we'll be learning about the program, the initiative itself, how it's working, and what it takes to have uh, something like that. So... Again, welcome, welcome to the radio show. So it's exactly 2 or 3 on my time here. So let me go ahead. I've seen the guests are already. They've already joined us, which is a good thing. So without wasting time, let me welcome the chairperson for the Diaspora Banking. This is, of course, Nasilele Kaingo. She is also a leader in our community here in Indiana. She is the vice president for uh, Zen. So welcome, welcome to the show, uh, Nancy Lele. Uh, thank you, Mr. Moderator. Good, good. I see also, let me welcome your secretary. She is also 
I see she's on. So we're just waiting for the uh, vice president to join, but the secretary is on. Welcome to the show, uh, Jacqueline. Thank you so much, Mr. President. It's an honor to be uh, on your show. Thank you so much. Great. Uh, the vice we president is actually on my line. Huh? Oh, she's on. Oh, she's on. Welcome, Madam VP. Um, thank you so much, Mr. President. Thank you for inviting us on the radio show. So, without wasting time, the purpose for our show today is to speak about empowerment. Empowerment is a way that people empower themselves, and people can empower themselves in different ways. So, for our purposes for this afternoon, we'll be focusing our empowerment on the women, and these are the women of Indiana, and trying to learn about the initiatives that they are doing and all those great things that they have planned coming, obviously, in 2021. But before we get to 2021, we want to learn about this empowerment project that they have been part of. So back in 20, 2020, in March, we had our first show where we were talking about the empowerment projects. At that time, we had nothing that was uh, out there uh, working. But right now, uh, the empowerment project is alive and functioning. So this empowerment project is called the banking. So let me go to the our guest, the chairperson, to just ask them to share some thoughts on what the empowerment project. So Madam Natalie Kaingu, can you just uh, open us out with just a word or two about yourself so that at least people know who they're talking to, if you can touch on your roles here in Indiana and the other projects that you are working on. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Mr. Moderator, and welcome listeners. Uh, my name is Natalie Kaingu. Um, the current vice president for the association of Zambians here in Indiana. And I am also the chairperson for the diaspora banking right here in Indiana. And a lot of other roles that I'm doing in the state of Indiana and um, the state of Michigan. Uh, but for the purposes of today's meeting, I'm just gonna go ahead and dive into diaspora banking. So the Diaspora Banking Initiative was actually started uh, by the Zane um, executive. We sat down as an executive and see how well we could empower our community, and we were divided into groups. So under the Diaspora Banking umbrella, we have about 25 women that got together and started this initiative. So I'm just going to give a quick overview of what diaspora banking is all about. So diaspora banking is a micro finance kind of micro banking similar to the commonly known village banking all over the world and especially in Zambia. So um, it is banking without a formal banking institution involved. So our community got together um, under the leadership of myself and an executive which we formed of about six members. And we decided to come together and see if we could have our people save their money and at the same time have uh, a way to access credit cheaply without needing collateral. So this concept was actually started in Bangladesh by a man called Muhammad Yanis. So he was a professor of economics, and through this uh, village banking project, he actually won a Nobel Peace Prize for this. And over the, the years from 2006 to right now, 2020, this project has been very successful and it's been driving ever since. I'll end here for now. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. 
Well, thank you, thank you for sharing that. So let's bring in your vice president. If you can just uh, share a little bit in a minute or so about yourself and your role on this initiative, Madam VP for the Diaspora Banking. Uh, thank you again, uh, Mr. President, and thank you. Uh, good afternoon to all the listeners. Uh, my name is Florence Kasonde, and I am the Vice President for Indiana Diaspora Banking, the Vice Chair, sorry. And besides that, I'm also the, um, under Zen, I'm the Zone Leader for Zone 3. But um, so the role of a vice chair for Indiana Diaspora Banking uh, is pretty much almost what the chairperson does. So we work hand in hand with the chair lady, and I also work hand in hand with the, we have the two treasurers, the vice and the, the chair treasurer. We also have a secretary and we also have a trustee. So we work hand in hand to ensure that our members uh, whatever concerns or issues that they have, if it's beyond um, control, we tackle those issues together and give resolutions to, to the members. So, um, and I also chair the meetings if the chairperson is, is not there. So I'm the one to take care of the meeting. So pretty much what a vice uh, chairperson does. Thank you. All right, thank you, thank you, Madam VP. So now we go to the secretary. If you can just share a little bit about yourself in a minute or less and your role and the other tasks that you are doing on the initiative. Okay, uh, good afternoon, everybody. Good afternoon, our Diaspora Bank members, and uh, thank you for having us. So anyway, my role as a secretary is uh, to communicate to our members uh, through our WhatsApp group. I do a, a scheduling of the meetings, which we have uh, every month. We have our meetings every month. So I do that by posting on the group, just to remind our members and just to keep them uh, updated uh, on what's uh, coming. I do record keeping, making sure that the records are up to date. And uh, other than that, uh, doing some postings about uh, reminding our members uh, in terms of payments, if payments are coming up, so I do do that. I do that uh, by posting on the group just to remind members uh, about uh, paying back their loans and also uh, paying back uh, the savings. So pretty much, I uh, just uh, keep the members uh, in check uh, so that uh, members are not, uh, you know, sleeping. So that's my that's my main role. Thank you. Good. Yeah, it's good to keep the members in check because we don't want people to be sleeping on duty, so good that there's somebody at least to, with that long whip to wake them up. So now let's go back to the chairperson, Madam Lele. Why did you pick uh, banking as a, a project for Zen? What uh, inspired you to take this uh, initiative up? Thank you, Mr. Uh, the reason why I banking among others was because I saw the need um, of why people need to save money and I'm a strong believer in investing and I thought I should just trade my wings and uh, my expertise and see to eat that our members are also saving and also um, are given uh, credit options. Uh, the other reason I picked banking was because all the time um, uh, when, uh, let's say, for instance, you have a funeral at home or you have an emergency from Africa, people will be scrounging into their phones and try to uh, call out friends and ask for help. So I thought if we came up with a, you know, a bank, of some sort where people have quick access and easy access to without needing collateral to get anything, I think that would be a great idea. So that's why I thought of banking, among other things. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you, uh, uh, Madam Chair, for that. So we all know once in a while some of us get strapped up with cash. There are all kinds of expenses, things that we have to worry about, things that we have to take care of. But you find that sometimes, of course, the money that we make does not 
uh, meet all those uh, uh, expenses that we have to worry about. So having a diaspora banking is a very great initiative because it helps people to have something, uh, one, uh, a means of saving money. So apart from saving money, can can you, I, I guess I'll throw the question to any one of you, how does one join the banking initiative? And can you also speak a little bit how it works? Um, okay, I'll take it, uh, Madam, uh, uh, Mr. President. Um, how does one join? One can only join uh, the village banking through, obviously, the word of mouth or through somebody that they know that mentioned that, oh, I've, I'm this diaspora banking. So what we do, actually, perhaps I should have let it be with a, a secretary. We do um, a background check. If I for example, bring somebody, okay, I'm bringing Lele to the village banking. Lele would like to join the village banking. So we, we as the executive, will sit down and say, okay, we're going to do a trade, uh, background check. So we check the background of that person, whether they, they are good with uh, their credibility, with paying money, how credible are they. And also we do... Um, uh, we have introduced the co-signing method. So if Lele wants to join and everybody's happy that she can join and prove to be credible enough, so we have to, somebody within the group has to co-sign Lele. And if that person co-signs Lele, whoever it is, if it was me, then it means if Lele for some reason fails to pay back the money owed or the savings or whatever happens to her, I mean, later we'll have to liaise with me to see how best we can help her to sort out our settlement of loans. If not, then the person that brought her, the co-signer, will be liable to pay whatever Lele owes the, the, the village banking. Okay, okay. So anybody so, is in a nutshell, yeah, anybody, uh, everybody is eligible to, to join, but with the criteria that I've mentioned. Thank you. All right, thank you, thank you, uh, Madam VP. So uh, let's sort of piggyback on to the question because uh, I'm getting a text from people. Uh, somebody wants to know how does the initiative work? If you can, either the chairperson can share, how does the initiative work? What type of money do people contribute and things like that? If one of you, either the chairperson can share on how the initiative works and how much money do people contribute. I don't know whether they contribute, whether it's weekly, monthly. Share a little bit uh, how the initiative works. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do that, and maybe my colleagues can add more if I miss out anything. So on a monthly basis, we have what we call a minimum rate. So the minimum rate, we do have a minimum rate of $200. So on a monthly basis, every member of the bank is required to make that $200 deposit towards the initiative. So the 200 is just a minimum. They can make $1,000 if they want. They can make $5,000 if they want. But we, a total a requirement that we, we have is the $200. So when those $200 are made into their account, for instance, um, when somebody makes, let's say, for three months they make uh, $200, that's $600 total, they are allowed to borrow from the bank to a maximum of twice that money. So if they do $600 for three months, they are eligible to borrow $1,200. So when they do that, when they are bringing back the money, when the time comes for them to bring back the money, we are going to charge interest on that money, and then the bank remains with that interest, and that's how the bank grows. That's just a quick overview. Can I add something, President? Sure, sure. Sure. Yeah. Just to add on to what the chair said, uh, when we came up with this um, savings amount, we as a group, we decided to have a meeting 
and we agreed with the amount of money that we were going to save. So initially, just to add on to what the chair said, we started with $300 per month as a minimum savings because we needed to uh, to have more money from the beginning to allow people to borrow. So the initial uh, savings was $300 for the first three months. And then after three months, we moved on to the $200 per month, which will run throughout the cycle on the $200. So like uh, the chair said, when if I save um, $2,000, then I'm eligible to borrow $4,000 because you can only borrow 100% of what you have saved. And we do that because we want to discourage people or to avoid people defaulting. For example, you have saved 2000 We cannot allow you to borrow 20000 or 10000 because that will give us a red flag or not a red flag, but it will give maybe a person maybe not to pay back their money on time because we have a three-month window. So you can only borrow 100% of what you've saved. So if you've saved $2,000, you can only borrow $4,000. So pretty much uh, that's what we do. And those savings are mandatory. The, two, the 300 or the 200 currently we are sitting on, it's mandatory that every month you pay the $200. But there are people within our group who are putting in more than what is uh, the minimum savings. So some people are paying $600, $1,000 per month. It's entirely up to you, but the minimum is $200. Thank you for uh, sharing that. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Zanus Radio Show. This is your host, Noah and Lobo, broadcasting live from the great state of Indiana. And we are talking to three ladies for the Indiana Diaspora Banking. And these are the ladies who are sharing what uh, the, the initiative that they have going on in our state here. So the, question, the follow-up question that I have now is for uh, the secretary. Can you speak a little bit about the co-signing and the background? Because I, I heard uh, one of you mentioned that they, you have to do a background check. And in some cases, you have to have a co-signer. Can you share some thoughts on, the, on those two? Okay. So co-signing basically is um, when you co-sign for somebody in case uh, one fails to uh, make the payment, uh, you know, pay back the loan. So it's up to you as a co-signer to take it upon yourself to, to pay back the loan. So we, ha we, we introduced a system whereby uh, as members, you have to co-sign for two people that um, sometimes you have to be comfortable with the two people. You have to get to, you, you have to, get to know them uh, exactly, uh, the background, before you engage yourself in signing for, for the co-signer. You know? So you have to do a little bit of a background, see who you're co-signing for in case the default. So basically uh, a co-signer, you'll be held uh, responsible in, ca in a case whereby they fail to uh, uh, make the payments, the loan repayment, so it's up to you to, uh, to, 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 to honor the payment uh, in question. So co-signing is basically when you co-sign for someone uh, in case they fail to uh, uh, pay back the loan. But in that case, again, uh, because, uh, you know, we need to uh, make a business grow, a bank grow, so uh, you're obligated uh, into seeing uh, people that you're co-signing for. So you have to uh, see the people that you're co-signing for. How are these people? You do a little bit of a background check. So we are so careful in picking up the co-signing. Uh, we, we are about 25 members of us, and each member has to co-sign for two, two members in the group. So most of the most of the time that we when we were beginning to co-sign, we did a background check. Obviously, you have to be comfortable with the people that you're going to pick. Who who are you co-signing for? So when you're co-signing for somebody, these are people that you're comfortable with, people that you know, people that you've done a little bit of a background check. So in that case, you're comfortable with the people in case they fail to uh, pay the loan. So you have to uh, uh, come up with a mutual understanding to say how are you going to pay for this loan in case you uh, default. So that's about uh, the co-signing. Thank, thank you for that, Madam Secretary. So let's go back to the uh, v, v, VP 
and then I'll have a follow-up question for the chairperson. So I, I know, uh, I'm told that there are some interest rates that are associated with this uh, initiative. So, uh, Madam Vice Chairperson, can you talk the interest rate? What are the interest rates, and how 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 much are they? Um, thank you so much again, Mr. President. Um, again, these answers were supposed to be answered by the our treasurer and the vice, uh, but unfortunately, none of them is available uh, due to their busy schedule. But I'll try my best to to fit in their big shoes uh, regarding the interest. So um, we uh, came up with two types of interest rates. So there is an individual interest and a group interest. So before we decided which interest we, we were going to take up, we as a group had a meeting and had to vote for which interest are we going to take. So the individual interest is the one whereby if you borrow the money and you start paying back the loan, all the interest that you are paying on that loan is all yours. So that it's for the individual, for yourself. So we decided to take the group interest. And this in group interest is what we are on right now. But after this cycle, because the group was divided into halves, out of the 25, I think 12 voted for the group interest, another 12 voted for the individual interest. So we decided we're going to go with the group interest right now, and the next cycle we're going to go to the individual just to make everybody happy. So now, with the group interest that we've taken, um, the, the interest, if, for example, I've saved um, $2,000 as my savings, and then I get a loan of $4,000, which is 100% of what I've saved, they are three types of payments of the, uh, the loan that you can do. If you want, you can pay in one month. If you want, you can pay in two months. If you want, you can pay in three months, but the three-month payment of loan is the maximum. So I'll give you an example. If I borrow 4000 and I decide I'm going to pay it off in one month, so 10% is our interest rate on every amount of money that is accrued, it accrues a 10% interest. So if I borrow $4,000 and I decide I'm going to pay it all off in one month, so 10% of $4,000 is $400, so meaning I'm going to pay back $4,200, uh, I mean $4,400. The $400 is the interest. Mm -hmm. So now, mm -hmm. if I decide, okay, mm, this $4,000 I took, I'm going to pay it in two months. I'll divide it in two halves. So I'm going to pay back the 2000 and I'll be left with the 2000 balance. So the 4000 interest is 400 and I decided to pay $2,000. So meaning I'm going to pay $2,400. Remember the 400 is the 400 interest of 4000. I'm left with the balance of 2000 to pay in the second month. So Mm -hmm. What is $2,000, 10% of $2,000? That's 200 right? So in the yes. second month, mm -hmm. my outstanding balance of $2,000 has accrued another 10%, which is $200. So meaning in the second month, I'm going to pay $2,200. The 200 is the 10% interest. Now, if, for example, I decide, okay, mm, I got $4,000. I'm going to pay it in three months. So this is how it's going to be shared, the $4,000 that I borrowed. The first month I decided I'm going to pay $1,500. Okay, it means that the first month I'm paying $1,900 because 4,000, 10% of 4,000 is 400. So my loan payment in the first month will be 1,900. 1,500 is my loan payment, 400 is my interest. So out of 4000 I'll be left 2500 outstanding loan. Remember, we said every amount that is borrowed and still accrued, it accrues a 10% interest. So I'm left with 2000 I'm saying, okay, second month, the 2000 that I'm remaining with to pay, I'll pay 1500 So the interest of 2500 the 10%, 
interest of $2,500 will be $250. So I'm going to pay the $1,500, which I put aside, plus $250 interest. So the total to pay in the second month will be $1,750. What is the balance on my loan? I'm left with $1,000 in the third month. So the third month, I want to clear my loan back from the $4,000 that I borrowed. Okay, before I make the payment of 1000 remember, it has a 10% interest. So the 10% of 1000 will be $100. So meaning in the third mm -hmm. month, I will pay 1100 because the $100 is the interest. So every outstanding loan that a member has, it accrues a 10%. And that 10% is entirely up to you how you pay it in one month, in two months, but the maximum you can pay your loan is three months. Of course, um, the world we live in now, there's uh, nobody guaranteed with, with a job. So we are trying mm -hmm. to be a little yeah. bit, we haven't encountered a problem yet, but we are trying to be a little bit flexible in case somebody loses a job because nowadays nobody's guaranteed with the COVID going on. People are losing jobs, they wake up and don't have a job. So we can maybe, maybe push it to the fourth month but otherwise, it's three months' interest rate. Thank you. You are listening to Zanus Radio Show. This is a show that comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Our guests today are three ladies who are talking about the women empowerment and with a special focus on diaspora banking in Indiana. So let's take a short break. We'll give you a little bit of time to stretch. And just to, if you, I know it's getting cold here in Indiana, so if you, uh, wherever you are, you can just stretch, give yourself a cup of coffee, back. Of course, we remember him 
with this classic timeless music. So that was a classic song, Shaupo Weno. I grew up listening to this song, so hopefully it brings some special memories to our listeners. So let's continue with our show. So uh, the chairperson for, this question is for the chairperson. Can you speak a little bit about when the new cycle for this initiative uh, is on? And can you also, I know you mentioned it in the beginning, can you talk about who qualifies to join the diaspora banking? Is it open to everyone? Or is there some sort of a threshold or limitation or criteria? Can can you share on those points, uh, Madam Chairperson? Uh, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, yes, so we do have a criteria that we go by when somebody wants to join. And the number one requirement is that they have to be a paid-up member for Zane, which is the association in Indiana here. And this initiative, though, we have a lot of women in it, is open to both genders. So if there are men out there that are listening in and would like to join, you can get in touch with the moderator and we can add you on as long as you are willing to pay uh, your membership fee and as long as you are a resident of Indiana. And also, uh, we have what we call cycles in our um, banking. So we actually started out in the month of April. We started on the 12th of April. That's when everything kicked in. So uh, our payments actually started uh, in the month of May. So our cycles will be running from May to April. So our share out is going to happen actually at the end of April. So if there's anybody that's out there that's listening in, that wants to join, you are more than welcome in the month of April. Or you can get in touch now and we'll add you to the list. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, uh, uh, Madam Chairperson. Uh, very soon we'll be opening the phone line so to the listeners. If you have a question for our guests, we ask you to ensure that at least you are in a quiet place. If uh, Once we open the phone lines, uh, there might be some background noise. So we are asking, if you are not ready to ask a question, make sure that you mute yourself. Again, if you are not ready to ask, yourself, uh, ask a question, make sure you mute yourself because the phone lines will open up all the phone lines so that at least you can ask a question. So while we are opening the phone lines, uh, here here is a follow up question to, I think either either the chairperson. I think one one of you can 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 take this question on. So how how much money does one need to have if they were to to join the group? Um, um, let me take it, Mr. President, um, because I wanted to add on one or two things, and and that takes me back to your question. I wanted to add on to what the chair said in order for sure. one to start um, to join. Mm-hmm. When we, uh, you don't have to be, belong to any village banking or have a knowledge of what village banking involves, because when we started this uh, village banking in Indiana diaspora, we had we had people that know or have an idea of what village banking is all about. And we also had people that didn't have a clue about what they were putting themselves into. So whether you know or you don't know, you are most welcome to join. We'll take you through the process. We'll be very patient with you. And we've done that, and that's where we've been doing the one-on-one, me and the, uh, myself and the, the chair and the other executive members. We've been doing the one-on-one meetings with the members just to align them or educate them with what is expected of them and what the savings are, what the loans are, what the due dates and everything. It's, it's overwhelming for somebody that hasn't heard about village banking. So pretty much you can join without having a knowledge. We'll take you through and you'll be amazed of, of how much you are going to know and we'll be a little bit patient with you uh, so far, it's been half a year since we started. A lot of our members 
we can say are now comfortable and they know what is expected or what they are doing so far or how much they're going to walk away or roughly approximately how they want to share the money. So, um, yeah. So that, that's what good, I can good, say good. about the joint. Good. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited myself. I'm actually, uh, I'm very excited with this uh, presentation. I'm actually also considering join. So uh, look forward to hearing from me. So the lines have been opened. So if anyone out there has a question for our guest, uh, your lines are open. You are free to ask. Can I just add something also, Mr. President, before we go to that? Sure, sure. Just to encourage somebody out there, this is the only bank that you can walk in confidently that I'm going to go to this bank and borrow some money as long as I'm a member and I'm going to walk away with some money without being asked any question that will be maybe uncomfortable to yourself when you go to a normal bank. And this is the only bank whereby you borrow the money, you pay the interest on it, and at the end of the cycle, you will be a partaker of the interest. You will share some interest with everybody else. I don't know if there's any bank where you can borrow money, you pay the interest, and then at the end of paying the loan, they will tell you that, oh, here the interest, we're going to give you something out of the interest. But this bank, the village banking, you pay the interest, but at the end of the cycle, you will be a partaker of that interest that is going to be shared. So you're getting double, you know? And oh, this is yeah, the it, only bank. Also. Yeah, it is. And um, yeah. You, yeah. yeah, it just this gives is, you that confidence, regardless of the situation that you mm -hmm. find yourself in this country, you know that yeah. you can borrow some money. Some people don't have that luxury of going mm -hmm. into the bank and borrow money, maybe even 10,000. You won't get it because of something surrounding yourself. But with this bank, you can borrow money without any restriction as long as you are a member and you have saved money. That's the beauty of village banking. Yeah, I'm especially proud of the women here in Indiana because this is a very great initiative because uh, once in a while some of us, of course, have these money glitches. So knowing that there's a place where you can go without having to provide two pieces of ID, social security number, letters of reference, and all that enchilada, this is one opportunity that is a very great initiative uh, for our ladies here in Indiana, and where I'm personally very, very proud of what is going on and what they are doing. So let me check out there if there's anyone with a question. If Is there anyone with a question for our guest? Just go ahead and uh, scream out your question. Uh, your, your phone lines have all been unmuted. Hi, good afternoon, ladies. Hi, good afternoon. Uh, this is Dorothy. Oh, hi. First and foremost, uh, hi. First and foremost, congratulations. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are so proud of you and what you're doing in the community. Thank you. So I heard uh, Madam Chair Tesson talk about share out at the end of our statement. Can you just maybe clarify what that means? Thank you. Um, what I meant by share out, the share out is the amount of money that each and every member is going to go out with. For example, at the end of the cycle, if I save $10,000, and then remember I mentioned at the beginning that we are doing a group interest rate. So at the end of the cycle, the two treasurers, including the executive, we're going to sit out and total up the interest, the group interest that the group has um, raised. So we have a formula that we are using. Unfortunately, the, the treasurers are not here. We have a formula of how we are going to come up with the interest that every person is going to come up with. So your savings, if you save $10,000 plus the interest that we are collecting from the loan, we're going to divide it using a percentage so we're gonna um, it's, uh, the, the group savings minus the uh, the group interest. So that's how we come up with the the interest. So your your total saving, which is ten thousand plus the interest that we are going to calculate for you specifically as Dorothy, it may be two thousand interest 
plus your savings, which is 10000 meaning your share out money will be 12000 It's just an example. So the share out of money, the share out is the amount of money that you are going to walk away at the end of the cycle. You are going to walk away with at the end of the cycle. That's the share out money. I hope I've answered your question. <clears throat> Thank you. Yes, you have. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. A- anyone else with a question? Hello. Good afternoon. This is Auntie Melody. Uh, hello, everybody. Hello. Uh, my hello. hello. Is, uh, hi. Hi. My question is, uh, whilst, whilst I'm saving into this bank, Am I able to withdraw at any point, or do I have to wait for the cycle to to come to an end? Okay, I can take up that question. Uh, Aunt Melody, this is Jackie. Yes. So you cannot withdraw your savings until the end of the cycle. We have a one-year cycle, so you can only okay. withdraw your savings until the end of the cycle. Our cycle runs for one year. We started our cycle in uh, April, so our share out will be uh, after one year, which was done sometime in in uh, in May. So at the moment, you cannot do that. So the only time that you get uh, your money is after one year cycle. Uh, other village bankings do a six month uh, cycle, but our indie diaspora bank uh, currently is running on a one year cycle. So you can only get uh, okay. your money after one year. Yeah. So thank okay. you so much, Mr. Okay. Melody, for that question. The other question is, uh, is my monthly uh, deposit supposed to be at a fixed uh, amount, or can I just bank in as, as much as I can at, at any one time? What I mean okay. is uh, if this month I started off with $500, Am I able to to deposit three hundred dollars the next month and five seven hundred whenever whatever amount I can afford or is there any fixed amount? Okay, so let me take up that so, question. Uh, so when we started, okay. we started with a minimum of three hundred dollars uh, for okay. three months. So we had set up to say we are going to uh, deposit three hundred dollars for three months. Then on the fourth okay. in the fourth month in the fourth month we decided to uh, uh, say that you know what a minimum of two hundred dollars until the cycle ends. So minimum means uh, you can um, you know either deposit uh, two hundred dollars or if you want to deposit more you can deposit a thousand or five hundred. It just all depends on how your pocket is. So it doesn't really okay. matter on how much uh, you really want to uh, de- deposit. Thank you so much. Thank you. You hear from me. Yeah. All right. You're yeah, welcome. Thank you. thank you for those questions. Yeah. Anyone else with a question? Can I ask something, Mr. Ask? President? Mr. President. Oh, sure. Sorry, this is sure. uh, the vice again. Uh, yes, I go ahead. I to add one, uh, one more thing with regards to what the Secretary said. We, uh, just to answer our melody, we do have a constitution in place. And that constitution was made within the group, and everybody agreed to go by what is in the constitution. So it's in black and white. Um, everybody agreed. So with regards to our question, when she said, can she put in the middle of that, everybody who is in that village banking, we all agreed by the constitution that we're going to get our money at the end of the cycle should something happen in the middle of the, the cycle and which side. So, yeah, there is a constitution in place. I just wanted to add that. Okay, thank you. Thank you just so much. To, just to add on to, to Auntie Melody's question, so you cannot withdraw, but you can borrow. So you cannot get your whole amount and say, oh, I'm done, I'm going to walk away. You can get your money and then pay back in three months. So okay. you okay. can Thank you. borrow and not withdraw. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you for those questions and clarifications. If you have a question for our guests, feel free to ask. And if you don't have a question, make sure you mute yourself so that we cut out on the background noise. 
So I see there's uh, somebody with a uh, little bit of background noise. So if you are not ready to ask a question, feel free to mute yourself. But otherwise, uh, take advantage of our guests and ask as many questions as you have. Hi. Hello. Oh, sorry. Yeah, let's have a gentleman. Let, let, let the gentleman, oh, sorry, the gentleman and then the lady. Okay. Hello, this is Titus Matala, Minnesota. Thanks, President. Yes, I just had a question. On the cycle, is there a specific time that you can join? Because if somebody joins in December, you're ending in May. Can somebody join about this time and put the minimum 200? And uh, do you have a threshold time that somebody can join? I'll take that. Uh, this is Layla. Uh, so we, you cannot join in the middle of the cycle. We have a joining time of May since our cycles run from April to May. So in May, we'll be taking people. If you are interested, get, get with uh, President Noah, and then we can slot you in. All right, thank, thank you for you. that question. And the amount will still stick at 200 because you, uh, you had started at three and then came to 200. Is it going to be yes. in May? I don't know. I know I'm asking uh, a future question, but is it going to be on 300 or on 200? It's uh, going to be on 200. So when we started the initiative, the reason why we had started with 300, we are just trying to test the waters because this kind of business has never been done in this area before. And actually not in this area, but with us before. So when we got started with the 300, we were just testing the waters. But we slotted it in in our constitution to say the first three months are going to be for groundbreaking. And then thereafter, we are going to have a minimum of $200. So at the end of the cycle, we are actually going to meet and discuss the minimum. But so far, I think $200 is what we are going to go with. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Now, there was a lady who had a question. Yeah, my name is Exil, and I'm calling from Minnesota. So my question is just um, on those uh, behind-the-scene banking processes. Are there any uh, requirements that you'd like to educate us on uh, regarding the bank that you choose to, to, to work with, uh, regarding the transfers? Obviously, there's money going in and out. What are some of the things that are required to make sure that you abide by the banking regulations and um, you know you don't get in the red with the banking system here? I will take that. This is Lely. So what we have done personally, what I have I've done, I went to the bank personally and sat down with a personal banker and explained my position that my account is going to be a very uh, busy account. It's going to have traffic. And I explained the reason why my account was going to have traffic. And they were very, very pleased. And they told me that that was a healthy way of keeping an account, the traffic in the account. So the other modes of payment that we use, other than uh, the bank, we uh, Zelle and all that great stuff, we do use checks and other means of, 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 of payment. So, yeah, so you let the bank know before you you get started with that. But I'm told so far none of us has had uh, the accounts red flagged. Thank um, you. Did I answer your question, ma'am? Yes, you did. Thank you very much. An awesome job, ladies. Um, you, you are really pioneering this. and uh, Awesome. You're setting a template for all of us. Thank you. Can I just add something? Let me add something if I can, Mr. President. This is Florence again. Just to add on to what the chair said, between among the executives, what we have done, we have a lot of mode of payment, the Zelle, the Purple, the checks, and Zelle cash up. But among the executives, what we have done, I can receive money. We have given ourselves uh, powers. We, are, uh, we have an account. That account has got two signatories, which is the vice and the, the, the vice treasurer and the treasurer. But we, as the chair people as well, 
we also receive some money sometimes, not sometimes, actually always, to minimize the traffic or also to make it easy for the treasurers with regards to the loan payment because we have a stipulated time when we give loans, we give out loans. So I can receive money, um, the chair can receive, the two treasurers also receive money from the members and the, uh, the treasurers will ask me to keep that money until they reconcile their books, that's the treasurer. So I'll tell the treasurer, okay, I've received 4,000 from ABCD, ABCD members. So the people that are in my area, due to the COVID, the pandemic, we are not able to meet. In normal circumstances, we are supposed to meet and put the money on the table and share it out. But now we are doing everything electronically, and I think it's good too. So I'll tell the treasurer, everybody, we have a forum for the executive. I've received $5,000 from ABCD. Okay, say for example, the secretary needs to borrow 2000 So instead of the money going back to the treasurer, that money, the treasurer will give me a go ahead to say, okay, don't send it to me. Can you send it to um, to Miss Jackie who needs a loan of 2000 and Lele also can be given, has been given that power. And the treasurer also will disinvest that money. And after that, we sit down as a group. Okay, how much did you dish out? How much is the balance? Okay, the balance is ABCD. Okay, we take it back to the treasurer. So it has made it a little bit easier for the executive to pay out the money and with the, the traffic also. Yeah, and thank also, you for that question. And the clarification. Just to add on to oh. what. Yeah, so just 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 hold on for a minute. So we are almost in the home stretch of the program. We are just shy of four minutes to go. So I went ahead and, okay. and muted everybody except for our guests because we are finalizing on our show. So uh, uh, to the chairperson for the group, what is your final message to our listeners? How do people get in touch with you? What do you want them to know about the diaspora banking? Okay, so uh, you can get in touch with me. I can give the, the moderator my number or, um, yeah, you can get in touch with me via the moderator. And also the message out there is, uh, you know, everybody's here in America to make it better. So one of the things that uh, women, uh, women and I always talk about are investing. So when you invest, you the ground you are laying that foundation for generations to come after you so saving i would say is the best way to go because when you do that you are doing it for your children and your children's children and we are not going to venture into banking only we are actually venturing into long-term investments as a group so i encourage people to just be uh, proactive when it comes to things like investment. Thank you. Well said, well said. So, Madam uh, Vice Chairperson, in a minute or less, what is your final word to our listeners? Uh, thank you again, uh, Mr. President. My final word will just maybe perhaps I'll just give a testimony of what we have done in the last six months. I can attest to the group or to the listeners that within the six months, I know a few people, maybe six or seven within the group from the village banking that have bought farm plots in Zambia, 10 acres, 20 acres using the village banking money. And I know people have done really well with regards to what they are building back home. And we are also trying to Start investing even here in America because we live here. As much as we want to invest in Zambia, but we want to ensure that we invest even here. We want to make it a point whereby perhaps this could be um, you've been trying to save money for your uh, mortgage payment deposit. Could be it the money that you want to save and pay for your mortgage. So I just wanted to share testimony a little bit of what women have done so far in the six months. Great, thank you. Thank, thank you. you for sharing. So. Madam Secretary, in 30 seconds, uh, what's your final message to our listeners? 30 seconds or less. All right. I just want to say uh, thank you to our uh, members in the, in the Indy Diaspora Banking Group. They have been, uh, they have shown uh, so much commitment and uh, so much uh, positivity. 
So thank you to the group and thank you to everybody, the executive. So this is a big thing. So we just hope uh, for the better. So thank you. Well said, well said. So, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Zanus Radio Show. It comes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So, our focus for this afternoon, we were discussing women empowerment with a special focus on diaspora banking, Indiana. So, this is the initiative which is led by the women. So, of course, what we are envisioning is having a bank, a full-fledged bank in future. So, Hopefully, hopefully you've enjoyed listening to the show. We look forward to having another program next week. So, again, thank you for taking time to be on this uh, program. Thank you, our, our guests. Thank you, Madam Secretary, Vice Chair, and
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.